Radio Chaser is brought to you by Adelaide. Visit us and you'll appreciate your hometown like never before. It's a Sydney afternoon. You're knocking off from work, picking up the kids or making up job interviews to put on your doll diary. But you know the mood. And the mood is Radio Chaser. You switch on and suddenly discover you're much, much, much better at sex. All thanks to Radio Chaser. Oh, welcome aboard. Andrew Hansen is here. My name is Dom Knight. And once again, uh, Craig Rucastle has very kindly joined us to sub in for Charles Firth, who is going under the knife today, having come off his bike on the weekend due to his own silliness. Uh, he is now having major surgery today. Hang on a second. Is he out, though? Because didn't all of New South Wales hospitals go on strike today? That's yeah, right. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think it's not a coincidence. Yeah, exactly. the, the, the headline is thousands of hospital staff to walk off the job <laughs> in New South Wales on the very day yeah. that the world's loudest, shoutiest drunk cyclist goes into hospital. <laughs> and ironically they are striking about, and full solidarity to them, about being safe in the workplace. Yeah, look, can you imagine his voice Charles. alone? Just on the on the bed going from his, like, into the surgery, mm. just the drinking and the bouncing off the walls and the answering phone calls and getting hurt. He's dangerous, exactly. Look, i got to say that there was, look, I, I, as I said, full solidarity to the people striking today. I did want to say there was one upside to it because also, uh, the ambulances were refusing to charge as part of their strike. So they still pick people up, but between mm. 10 and 2 today, they were refusing to charge anyone, which is why I just used them as a taxi service today. Just to <laughs> yeah. call oh, them up. That's great. Oh, that's how I got do around. They do, um, do they do Uber Eats, these ambulance people? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's order in a pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a broken leg at this Thai restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> if you could deliver it to the, hotel, the, the, the hospital at this address. <laughs> so do you think it's possible to extend the strike and for Charles to be in there for a very, very long time. Well, well let's let's hope. Look, look, look. I mean, look, to be fair, I would say once the doctors get back and they try and operate on Charles, they're just going to be going, we can't get this right. Oh, you know what they're <laughs> going to do, though? Once the operation goes ahead, they're going to sh- sew his mouth closed. <laughs> Craig and Andrew, did you guys watch um, Lee Sales and George Columbaris? I wanted to watch it, but I just kept throwing yogurt at the screen and I couldn't see anything. Yes, oh, no, I, I saw the interview. Uh, it's interesting, a bit of controversy has come out because uh, another ABC host has attacked Lee Sales for making it like an advert oh. for him because it was interviewed in his restaurant. Uh, the restaurant was, of course, empty, which reflected his popularity at the moment. Right. <laughs> Probably George. the emptiest building they could find. Mm. Look, I mean, it seems it seems a big scoop. You know, everyone's talking about this this seven thirty interview. I don't know if you guys know this though, but I, I, George actually agreed to a little chat with me. Really? Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. It's not just Lee Sales who interviews the big master chefs. No, no, no. In fact, I got the exclusive scoop with Mr. Calambaris himself this morning. Exclusively exclusive. A Radio Chaser exclusive interview exclusive. It's exclusive. Master Chef Judge George Calambaras, welcome to Radio Chaser. Thank you. Thanks for having me. George, what makes a great restaurant popular? I mean, is it the, the food, the atmosphere? Great restaurants are voted by bums on seats. Bums? Well, are you trying to distract us from this underpayment scandal by talking about your buttocks? Right now, I'm not really thinking about anything else but those two important things in my life. Aren't you? Right. But, I mean, but George, your restaurants are very sophisticated. Why have you been focusing on your bum? The sophistication in the back end wasn't there. Oh, so your plain old ass could be to blame for the scandal. I mean, what was wrong with your ass? Was it was it not tight enough? It's it's, it's called not having the proper infrastructure in the background. So your ass is sagging. Well, when when was it at its peak, would you say? I, I, I could only look at my backyard 
and uh, I'll never forget the backyard back in 2017. Oh yes, I see that. That is a very youthful photo of your ass. Tell me, what what happens? You know, when someone first becomes really interested in bums, you get together with three other partners at that point, and you open the first one. Oh, so okay. So you have an intimate get together with, with three partners. Have these sessions grown from there? Well, there's 642 of them that are, are here, and they're behind me. Yes, I, I was I was going to say it, it, it is quite a crowd. I mean, what do they get back there that they don't get at the front? More than just the uh, the potatoes and the carrots. Mm. At the back, it needs to be just as delicious. Well, I think we'll leave it there, Chef George, because ironically, I've lost my appetite. Thank you. Radio Chaser on Sydney's Triple M. Craig and, and Andrew, um, all the business with, with Hong Kong has just been getting worse. There's been an incident where someone... Uh, uh, fired fireworks from a moving car into protesters, and it turns out fireworks are dangerous. Really? In that context, I, I thought, are they, they're not Hong Kong always shooting off fireworks anyway. Was the yeah. notice is any different to that? Aren't there troops on the border now? The Chinese. The, I would feel worried if the Chinese army was just kind of collecting on the border. And I don't believe. I do not believe their excuse that they're just queuing up because there's some good dumplings in Hong Kong. <laughs> well, I don't just, know if that's true. They just wanted to test out some fireworks <laughs> yeah, by firing exactly. them at the protesters. But look, it is getting very tense there. Uh, there's no end in sight to all these protests and, and the violence. Uh, but the good thing is it really isn't hurting Hong Kong's uh, tourism numbers. Want a quick break in the school holidays? Why not visit the world's most exciting city, Hong Kong? Soak up the vibrant street festivals. Gee, this incense smells like tea gas. Plus, we'll throw in a free trip to the mainland one way. You're under arrest. With unlimited accommodation in a traditional Chinese inn. Oh, I didn't know they traditionally had no windows. Where you'll enjoy full-body Chinese massage from a member of the People's Liberation Army. Ow! Oh, I requested the gentle massage. And relax with our ancient hot spring waterboarding. I'd prefer to have my head above the spring if that's okay. Visit Hong Kong for the perfect get Huawei. Radio Chaser, Triple M. I'm just, I'm feeling for this for this lady, Dommy. I mean, I was kept awake in the middle of the night by this bird that started tweeting at 3.30 in the morning. I don't know what a bird is, has any business doing that. Yeah, but, why was it tweeting? Was it responding to Donald Trump's tweet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was hopping right on. I was hoping for, for a few likes. Now, look, I, but that is nothing compared to this poor, poor lady in Queensland. She was kept awake by wildlife in the middle of the night and apparently is most nights because... <laughs> Because this is true, because it's echidna mating season. Here's what she has to say about it. Our house is very low to the ground. Echidnas, quills, will scrape on the bottom of the floorboards. And when that's under your bed at night, um, it sort of keeps you awake. I don't know if anyone else has had a sleeping tablet because the echidnas were having sex under their house. It's just a bit strange. <laughs> I know, I'm the opposite. I, I can't really get aroused unless echidnas, quills <laughs> scraping somewhere yeah, in the background. Yeah, yeah. Echidna orgies keep me up all night. <laughs> well, like, is, that, is that why? Is that why? Because she said she's from Queensland and her house is low to the ground. Oh. Is that why they originally had the Queensland, you know, the high Not up stilts. thing? Was yeah. that to <laughs> avoid uh, the echidna sex keeping you awake? That's what it must have been. <laughs> That's right, although it doesn't do much for the cassowary sex. <laughs> But it is funny, all this talk about uh, people's nights being interrupted, because I actually, my neighbours were so loud um, early this morning that I actually got out my phone and recorded it. Here's what was uh, happening next door. So drilling of a different kind. 
Oh, yeah, I, was, I, thought, I, I, I thought that was going to be sex noises, and I initially was really like, wow. It, it could have been. Is that echidna sex? Maybe, maybe you've got an echidna under the floor. And Is look, that what they sound like? I'd just gotten my daughter uh, down to, to, you know, after it was a bit of, bit of work, and I'd just lay what, down to have a nap myself. What time is that? You, what time in the morning it is was, that? It was 10.30 a.m., admittedly. They had asked if they could oh, drill yeah, during yeah, business yeah, hours. That's not naughty. You can't. Oh, my oh, here's me thinking it's 6 a.m. in the morning. On a Dom's going to sleep at 10.30 in the morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, my daughter had woken me up at 5.45, which is why we were was both Was she tight. drilling Ooh. as well? Was she woken you up drilling? <laughs> I'll tell you what, I shouldn't give her a kidney quills to play with. All right. Um, what we want to know, though, the noisiest neighbours in Sydney, whether it's a kidney quills or drilling or mm-hmm. sex noises, one triple three five three. Yeah, yeah uh, the noisiest neighbours in Sydney. Have you got really annoyingly uh, noisy neighbours? We want to hear your story next on Radio Chaser. One triple three five three. Radio Chaser. Triple M. It's Radio Chaser on Triple M. We're looking for Sydney's noisiest neighbours on one triple three five three. This after uh, some people were kept awake by kidneys having sex. My neighbour was. Was drilling last night. All kinds of noise going on. It is. It, it's a tough decision for Sydney apartment buyers at the moment because, of course, the old-fashioned apartments. If you've ever lived in one, my God, you can hear everybody's sex that goes on in your neighbour's place. Like it's like you're in the room with your neighbours having sex. I know. And I nowadays they've got the new apartments. Of course, have a lot of kind of sound dampening, so you don't hear your neighbours having sex. Much less fun. They may fall down when you're there. So it's a bit. Yeah, of, you do, uh, what do you, you want? Do hear <laughs> the massive cracking noises. Yeah, the cracking. <laughs> the masonry falls around your face. Yeah, it's a real yes. tough call. I mean, but, would you rather listen to your neighbours have sex or have your building fall down? I don't know. It's really. Is hard. that why these new apartments fall down? Because it's all the shagging. Just yeah, sort this of, is lodges bits of them. <laughs> it doesn't have to be shagging. One triple three five three. It doesn't need to be. Shagging, but what what noises do your neighbours make? I I, I moved it next door to a bass player. I discovered. Oh, oh god, nothing. Yeah, well, I know you're one, Dommy, or you, yeah. you think you are. But uh, this guy, <laughs> oh man, nothing keeps bass out. Like it is an unblockable noise. It's low frequency. So the whole house. I walk into the next room and it's like I'm in an episode of Seinfeld. And also because because the problem with that is that it's a bass player on their own. Now, yes. a bass player is fine if a bass player lives with everybody else in a band, but a bass player on their own is just is just terrible, isn't actually, it, Tom? I have to confess that that's true. I, <laughs> practicing bass on your own is the loneliest activity that there actually is. I may have the noisiest neighbour, though, in Sydney, given that no one's calling. I, one, triple three, five, three. It's actually, someone just has. But anyway, because I, I live quite near Charles. Yes, and you, live, Charles, you live like literally within. What, no, you'd live at like fifty meters. Quite away. close to Charles, um, but oh. uh, so I was kind of forewarned. But he is deafening, and I can yeah. hear every single morning when he, he walks his um, kids to school. He walks past the house, and he's just kind of going, "Have you got your the lunchbox, Hartley?" And all that. It's just terrible. It, Charles is the noisiest man on earth. I still remember being like literally in an apartment with Charles at a party. And people at another apartment, but hundreds of metres away, just yelled, can you please shut up? <laughs> yeah, I think that's a, a decent response to Charles. Nelson's on the line. Nelson, we're talking noisy neighbours. Who's yours? Uh, I used to live near an old lady who had a wind chime. And oh. it used to keep me up since, uh, <laughs> since I was 10, till about... I moved out when I was 25. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. No, I, awesome. I totally agree with you, though, because wind chimes are meant to be lovely things, but mm. they're terrible. It's no, like it's like water features as well. It's she like, had it on mm. a balcony, so every time the wind blew, it just, yeah. Yeah, oh, we, I, in fact, in the street where I live um, near Charles, 
there's a wind chime over the road and it's quite, there's sort of pine trees so the wind whistles through. Every time I walk out the door, it's terrifying. Uh, Nelson, have you considered, did, in all of those years of being kept up, did you consider trying to sneak in there and cut it down? Uh, no, but uh, my wife did buy one and it got thrown out the window. <laughs> you weren't going back there, hey? Wind chime baggage, mate. It does give me a good idea, though. If I buy about 20 wind chimes, I won't be able to hit Charles anymore. Yeah. Triple M's Radio Chaser. You loved Triple M's Double Shot Tuesday. Yeah, two songs by the same artist. I just wish it was more than two. Your wish is granted. Get ready for Triple M's Thousand Shot Thursday. Awesome. 1,000 songs by the same artist. And that artist is none other than rock legend Rupert Holmes. Ah. If you like pina coladas. Tune in for 1,000 plays of the pina colada song by Rupert Holmes. If you like pina coladas. For the entire day. This Thousand Shot Thursday. Any chance we could rewind time to Double Shot Tuesday? That's 1,000 shots of pina colada this Thursday. Then on Friday, we'll play a thousand songs by the Foo Fighters. Is that Thousand Shot Friday? No, it's It's our regular regular playlist. Hi, everybody. Only on Triple M, your home of Rupert Holmes. Radio Chaser. Triple M. Oh, it's Radio Chaser live on Triple M, but what we're really doing here is just recording bits for our podcast, which is available if you put Radio Chaser into your podcast app of choice. Yeah, great plug, great plug. Hey, Mm. uh, you know what else it's time for, guys? Trendy, trendy, trendy foods and ingredients. Yeah, we haven't done one of these. Here we go. Let's let's go through our trendy foods and ingredients now. There's so we've never done one of those. We've never done this. Come on, we've done this. Come on, Rucastle, get your food okay. hat on. Okay. There's a survey come out of these food delivery apps, you know, Uber oh, Eats and yes. things like that, right? Now, almost a... Th- hey, they're a very, very valued sponsor, I'll have you know. I In hate fact, how good they are. <laughs> Triple M Management assures you that whatever opinion you just heard about a valued sponsor is not at all that person's opinion or the opinion of anyone who works at Triple M. Mm, it is the best way to underpay recent immigrants that I've ever seen. Absolutely, I love. It. I hate I love them it. because they're so good. Love Uber Eats. <laughs> All right, that's enough. That's enough apologising. Come on. Now, according to this survey, almost one third of food delivery drivers admitted to doing what? Shaking Riding on the pavement. <laughs> Riding their bikes on the pavement yeah. next to me and my baby. That Sorry, Charles Firth. <laughs> Shaking the food around and damaging it. Mm. Riding on the pavement next to Dom and his baby. Or, or sampling the customer's food en route. Uh, hang on, what, what, what was the statistic though? A third. Uh, about uh, almost a third of drivers. It's, well, it's, it's definitely not number A because all of the drivers do that. <laughs> it's well, no, no, B actually, and it's more than a third. It's No, it's definitely C. It's definitely C. Look, actually, only 10% shook the food around and damaged it, and not necessarily on purpose. It could have been an accident. But, but no, you're right. The, the actual answer is uh, sampling the customer's food en route to delivery. Uh, unsurprisingly, 85% of customers want tamper-proof packaging on their food. Um, all right, Kellogg's. Now, they've got a breakfast cereal based on which annoying internet phenomenon? Baby Shark? Rick Astley appearing unexpectedly in videos, or Donald Trump's tweets? One Kellogg's has. 
yeah. breakfast cereal. Yep. I think Baby Shark made it with actual Tommy, Baby Shark. Tommy, you are correct. Yes. Baby, Baby Shark. Yeah, the pack even says on it. That. It says Baby Shark. Do, 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 do. Oh, no. <laughs> it's Berry Fantastic with marshmallows, according to the box. Oh, it's finally something that makes Cocoa Pops look healthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But with a more annoying theme tune. Uh, now, finally, Maccas, a 27-year-old lady in the U.S. state of Georgia, was served, or allegedly served, cold fries at Maccas. What did she do in response? Collapse to the floor sobbing? Throw the, fly, throw the fries onto the floor? Or fire gunshots into the floor? A D. Think about how great Maccas is and how grateful she was for their sponsorship. Uh, um, I reckon this... It's going to be, it's, it was in America, it's going yeah, to be it's C. it's going to be the gun. Of course, it's the gun. It's the gunshots. Yeah, she followed a staff member into the kitchen. What? Funnily enough, after he'd agreed to cook fresh fries for her, while shooting <laughs> bullets into the floor. That was how she dealt with, uh, with that particular, I mean, you think that was bad. She wasn't actually cranky at the fries. It was just that she'd eaten the baby shark cereal that morning and couldn't get it out of her head. <laughs> Radio Chaser on Sydney's Triple M. The uh, George Columbaris interview on 7.30 last night, of course, a lot of controversy about that still as to whether or not... Uh, it's, it's strange. I heard people on the, on the radio this morning who were ex-staff saying they still hadn't been paid back yet. So that was a bit a bit interesting as well. well. I, I assume George got paid a million for doing the interview, so he yeah. used that money to explain his staff eventually. No, exactly. And well, that, that's the interesting thing because he was asked about why the three you know, hosts didn't come back and why mm. they didn't. He said it's had nothing to do with the money. Mm. They were just mm. asking for more time to do other stuff away from the show. Like I think they were asking to only film for one day for the whole MasterChef <laughs> thing for the million dollars. <laughs> How much time does it take to say, you know, go and get your ingredients? I mean, cook and boosh. Not, they, they have the easiest job on the show. It's the contestants who do the cooking. No, I reckon it'd be a hard job because you've got to, you're constantly tasting food that was actually cooked four hours <laughs> ago. You're constantly <laughs> tasting cold food and having to act like it's great. And the hardest thing is surely to care at all. I mean, uh, the last episode <laughs> that I watched, there was this huge drama about whether the guy would have enough piping in his squeezing thing for the 10 things. Or he did nine. And he's like, can I get to 10? Yes, I can. That's it. I yeah, reckon they should be paid $2 million a year to be that enthusiastic about food. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's tough. But they're, they're, they're all, of course, they're unemployed now. Uh, I feel sorry for them. Uh, yeah, look, yeah. It, apparently it's easier than ever to book a MasterChef judge for your event. Are you looking for some very special talent for your corporate function? Why not hire the MasterChef judges? Oh, can I hire George Calambaris, please? Uh, actually, I'm afraid George is in court today. Oh, OK. What about literally any other day? Uh, no, he's in court on all those days. Okay, uh, what about Matt Preston? His cravatted wit will be perfect for our office Christmas party. I'm afraid Matt Preston's booked solid with media appearances and coronary bypasses until 2030. Uh, okay, what about after 2030? He'll be dead. Ah, uh, what a pity. All the judges are booked. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There is a third judge. Hi, I'm Gary Megan. Sorry, who? Megan Gale? I was a judge on MasterChef for 11 years. Bullshit, you were. So book a MasterChef judge today. They're totally available, as long as it's Gary Megan. I do birthday parties, bar mitzvahs, hens parties. Oh, Christ, no thanks, Larry. Triple M's Radio Chaser. Cat's pyjamas or cat's piss.
Yes, if you think they're good, say that they're cat's pyjamas. If you think they're bad, cat's piss. Now, this one's about share housing. And I know a lot of us kind of chase the people who used to live together back in the day. Did you guys ever share a house? We did. We did indeed. Okay. Well, this I, might bring I, you... I, I, uh, the, be- the best part about sharing a house with Andrew Hansen was... Uh, putting sultanas with him in a smiley face on his cushion because Andrew Hansen is pathologically afraid of sultanas. That sucked. That su- you caused me. It was bullying. It was bullying. You can't put those wrinkly brown things near me. What's the worst no, part? All the echidna sex losers. Out over that. Mm. Uh, now look. Anyway, um, a woman in Melbourne lives in a fourteen-person share house, and the ages range from about twenty to early forties. What do you think? Was it, were your share houses too small? Would you have liked to have been part of a fourteen-person share house? That's a much better idea. You can definitely be always be shaking one of your housemates. Then <laughs> <laughs> would never well, be awkward at all. That's well, cat's pajamas. Wouldn't be enough space, Craig. I mean, yeah. <laughs> is this a one-bedroom house or two-bedroom? I mean, how big is this house? I, I think it looked quite big. It looked like one of those sort of mansiony houses that they're all in together, oh. paying very little rent. Oh, but but still, that is a lot of people to fail to do the dishes. And, <laughs> yeah, I mean, can imagine, imagine yes. The, and what about the shower? The shower routine. The, the morning shower routine must run till midnight. <laughs> Probably I does. Mean, my God. All right. Now, speaking of uh, living in comfort, a Southwest Airlines attendant uh, the other day climbed into a luggage rack and chilled out there for about ten minutes for fun. Makes me wonder: Should passengers who want to lie down be allowed to travel in the luggage rack? Is that a good system going forward? That's a brilliant idea. That's a brilliant idea. Except if you ever travel in Australian uh, like things, there's more bags. You, like, like there's so many. It's, so, it's impossible to get a luggage above you in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, let alone a whole airline attendant. <laughs> I mean, yeah. A, gosh, Almighty! But did, did they get caught there? The bags. No, she was just showing she could fit in. I think. But what? What if um, planes only had luggage racks, and we just all got in a luggage rack to? I'd like be much more comfortable. Yeah, it's well, a better. Actually, God, it'd probably be more comfortable if we got on and got in the luggage rack and put our bags on the seats. Yeah, <laughs> Why don't we do it the wrong way round? <laughs> as long as you could pay pay a bit extra for an exit luggage rack. Great <laughs> <laughs> Now, look, this one is for our, our dear friend uh, Charles, who is under the knife today. <laughs> there's, a, there's a medical strike at the nation's hospitals, or but um, nevertheless, he's supposedly getting surgery. A woman in, in the UK discovered that when she had surgery, the surgeon left a, a tool, possibly a scalpel, inside her body, as a result of which she can now stick magnets to her back. Would you like that superpower? <laughs> Charles, the surgeon, if you're listening, he would find this very funny. <laughs> that's oh, very dear, good. That's great. Oh, somebody, somebody once had the keys left in them as well, but it's great now. Now, because it's proximity, it just means you can steal your doctor's Mercedes. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Well, you'd always know where your keys were, too. Yeah. It'd be very handy. Oh, I think this is cat's pyjamas. And you, you, this woman would never need to look up the plumber's phone number ever yeah. again. We'd always be stuck <laughs> yeah. to her back. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, and apparently every time she goes to an airport metal detector, um, it goes off. I mean, Charles would love that. He loves the attention. But also, not only does it go off, when they go, when they got those to go, go in the one where it actually does the kind of scan of you, mm. he will come up with a knife in you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, he wouldn't be allowed on. Yeah, there's no, no way sharps. You'd, you'd never get onto a plane in your life. <laughs> so we'll definitely tell Charles, Charles the surgeon to do that. Hey, that's it for us today. I'll catch you tomorrow from three right here on Triple M. Don't touch the dial. We have Kennedy Malloy with Dave O'Neill up next in the rush hour with MG. See ya.